Hello, everyone, and welcome to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can find me on Twitter at BDON300. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Ethan Wiles, after a one-week hiatus. And boy, do we have a guest for our listeners. Ethan, let's let's get you caught up with everyone, and then let's get right into it. It's good to be back. Uh, the weather's finally getting a little bit warmer on DeKalb, so that's a good thing. But like you said, we have a, a huge guest today, so let's uh, let's get it going. Yeah, I'm not going to delay it any further, uh, but today we are joined by arguably the best player in NIU men's basketball history. This man was an All-American. He was All-Conference. Twice he led the MAC in scoring and is currently the leading scorer in NIU men's basketball history. He has played his last game as a Husky, and now he looks to hear his name called in this year's NBA draft. Huskies on tab listeners, I am pleased to present to you Eugene German. Eugene, how you doing today, brother? What's going on? Thanks for having me today. Hey, absolutely. You know, anytime we had an opportunity to get arguably, you know, one of the best athletes to ever set foot on NIU's campus on the show, we got to run with it. But how have you been doing during this uh, this downtime, this quarantine or stay at home order? How have you been staying in shape? Oh, uh, man, I've been doing pretty good, man. I've just been working out consistently, you know, spending uh, quality time with my family. You know, uh, you know, just continue to grind, man. Staying focused, you know, not letting um, this obstacle that we got going on with the world today, you know, uh, take over what you know what's, you know, what's the biggest plans going on. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm just definitely just, you know, just continue to grind and just staying focused at this time. I thought I saw just this morning. I believe you posted uh, you were working out on your Instagram stories. Yes, sir. I try to get after it a little early. You know, uh, you know, before the uh, all the heat and all the sun come out. So try to wake up early and get it the early bird gets the worm first how uh how has the nba draft process changed so i know they're probably not doing like a traditional combine or anything like that but have you heard anything from your agent or people within the league on how it's all gonna you know shake up here in the coming months yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i mean the process it changed you know a lot but you know it's still fine right now you know i heard from the the dallas mavericks chicago bulls boston celtics uh, Milwaukee Bucks, um, Phoenix Suns. You know, we still trying to set it, uh, set up a few interviews that's coming up. You know, uh, it's not in stone yet, but yeah, you know, them the uh, teams I heard from right now. Um, yeah, so we just just got to keep praying, just keep grinding. You know, just focus on what we got uh, going on ahead of us. I gotta ask you, you're you're local, Gary, Indiana. How does it feel that the, the Chicago Bulls reached out to you? I mean, obviously, you're grateful to get any opportunity from any team, but, you know, knowing that the Bulls reached out to you, I, I assume you're, you grew up a Bulls fan being in the area, but what is that like knowing that yeah. the, the hometown Chicago team reached out to you? It feels good, man. It's a blessing, man. I worked out with the Bulls, uh, you know, my sophomore summer, you know, the first time I entered the NBA draft. You know, uh, I got good feedback, man. It feels excellent, man, especially knowing, you know, that's real close uh, to home. And, you know, my family can come out the games and my friends can come out the games. So, man, that's definitely a blessing for me, man. Yeah, and one thing we've always noticed about you is that you hold your family near and dear to you. You want to make sure that you're able to provide for your family and get to the league. And you have, you know, you've had probably the best career we've seen of any basketball player here at NIU what made you decide on NIU as the school you wanted to continue your basketball career at? Yeah, uh, it's crazy. I tell this story all the time. You know, I uh, I came out of high school. I was a underrated prospect. You know, um, I only had one offer out of high school. You know, every time I tell some people that story, they'd be like, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. But, 
Yeah, uh, I had one North Carolina High School, and, you know, NIU is the only one that offered me. So, you know, I jumped right on it, man. I jumped right on it because I worked so hard. You know, I didn't want to lose the scholarship. So I hurry up and verbally committed, you know. So after that, man, I just, you know, was grinding. I was, you know, excited that I was going to play D1. You know, that's a dream of mine since I was a young boy. So, you know, that's why I chose NIU. And, you know, when I came up for the official, unofficial visit, you know, they was just, like, treating me like family. They was being nice. You know, they was just uh, telling me if I do what I got to do, I can play right away. So I definitely uh, took that opportunity and I ran with it. Yeah, you're a big family guy, and I touched on the family a little bit, but I want to hear the story. You're big on Twitter with the hashtag Get Family Out. Can you kind of tell us what that hashtag means to you, what the, the story is for that? Yeah, I say Get Family Out because, uh, you know, like, you know, Everybody got, like, this bad and negative look on Gary and Deanna. And, you know, you know, that's where we from. And, you know, uh, you know, I just want to get them out the hood. You know, we, you know, we grew up here. You know, we was raised here. And, you know, I feel like my family deserve a better life, you know, somewhere else. So, you know, that's why I always say get family out. And, you know, I, you know, I would try to put them on my shoulders and do what I got to do, you know, to get them out the hood, man. So I will say, too, if anyone's seen it, you got to scroll a ways back on uh your Eugene's Twitter here, but what you did for your mama, I don't know if it was Christmas or Mother's Day. It was one of the two, but uh, it was Mother's Day. Her, Mother's Day, yeah, Mother's Day. That was that was awesome. It was good to see, um, especially with everything that you've been going through. And and first of all, you know, my condolences to you guys for everything that you've gone through with uh, with your dad. Yeah, absolutely. And my condolences to you and your family as well, Eugene. But one thing I wanted to ask you on the topic of Gary, Indiana. So I was on. I was on Facebook or Twitter or one of the two the other day, and uh, it was like a it was like a choose one, and it was a picture of Darius Garland and Eugene German. Can you please explain to the listeners why you are the undisputed goat out of Gary, Indiana? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy because I got a I got a call from my boys, and he told me that they was comparing uh they was comparing me and Darius, and I was just like uh. Man, you know, Darius is a good player, but I feel like, you know, uh, you know, when we're between them lines, you know, I go at anybody, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to back down from no challenge. You know, I'm going to step any challenge. You know, I'm always, you know, be ready to, to, you know, to compete against anybody. But, you know, you know, they, you know, I'm real like, uh, you know, big in my city, you know, with like, you know, especially like having like the high school, you know, career I had, you know, a lot of people ain't have like a high school career I had, so. You know, you know, that's why I get a lot of respect around here and I respect everybody else. Absolutely. Take us through uh, your high school career. Were you able to get any state championships or what were some of the accolades that you were able to get done during high school? No, we lost the game before state. We lost in semi-state. We made it all the way down there. And, you know, you know, that was, you know, that was our goal since the summertime to go, to go down to uh, state. But, you know, uh, we ended up losing the game before state. You know, we played the number one team in our uh, – in our in our division in one day, so you know they end up taking us out, but you know it it definitely humbled us. You know with you know with the situation. I hate to keep it on the negative topic, but it seems like this unfortunately has been a trend that you know you guys get so close to to something so big and, and take us through now this season. You, know, you guys were so close to making that MAC title run, going into the the you know hopefully March Madness. Take us through the season. Take us through. Don't and, say, you know, don't say. Hopefully, we know what was about to happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through what this was going uh, through your mind there at the end after the season, the season that you guys had. 
what was that feeling like? Man, so yeah, you know, I you know, after we uh found out that we was the Cold West champions and you know, we got the bye to go to uh Cleveland, you know, um you know, we were just sitting in the hotel and then, you know, uh we got done talking to our you know, we got done having post game meal, you know, uh pre pre game meal, I'm sorry, and then, you know, we uh went up to the room and we, you know, we got called back down. And they told us that the coronavirus, you know, was going to stop, uh, you know, us from playing. And, you know, we just all broke down and just tears. And, you know, we were just devastated, especially the seniors, you know, me and Lacey, you know, because you know, uh, we uh, put in so much work. And, you know, we was just, uh, you know, we was just hurt, you know, uh, from uh, from that situation, how our uh, season just ended out of nowhere. So, you know, that's definitely something that I'll never forget. With that being said, you know, you were just at the cusp of getting one there in high school. I believe, you know, and most people believe I honestly, the way I had it set up is you guys were going to get your way through the Mac, win that that tournament. And then, you know, once you guys got to the tournament, you guys played above average against power five opponents all year long in your career. You averaged 23 points against power five opponents, which is a high. It's a high amount. You're a volume scorer. You're a guy that can flip the switch and get it going at any time. But. What I wanted to ask you, though, is, you know, going into the NBA, does that make you want to get a, get a ring or a title that much more? Yeah, man, you know, uh, you know, I've always been under the radar and things, um, you know, uh, things, you know, things like that. So, you know, every time we play against, like, the big schools, you know, they always say, oh, he's at NIU. So, you know, that's why he's averaging 23 years in a row. But, you know, if, we, you know, if people actually take the time and do their research and look at every time we play, you know, the power five schools and the high major schools, you know, you know, that's definitely something that I always try to target at because, you know, like they think they're better than us. So, you know, I just, you just go extra hard. I, you know, I go into another boost. Yeah. And I want to ask you too, personally, because sometimes, you know, when we're out there at, at uh, you know, the convo watching you around TV, it seems like you can just flip a switch and take over the entire game. What is that like knowing that you have that in your arsenal? Oh, uh, it's just in me. I always been like that my whole life, you know, uh, growing up in Gary, you know, always playing like in the backyard against your brother or playing like in the neighborhood, um, at, at the neighborhood park like that, you know, you develop toughness and, you know, like, you know, trash talk and things like that. So you'd be ready for any moment, you know, it just, you know, it just comes in, you know, a lot of people are not around that and don't grow up in that type of environment. So, you know, it's just in you, you know, it's just in me, you know, it just happens. What does Eugene German bring to an NBA franchise? Something I can bring to an NBA team. Man, I can bring anything the coach wants me to bring. I can bring somebody that's very confident, somebody that's, you know, that's willing to bring a championship to the program, you know, uh, that's, you know, that's not scared of nobody. I'm fearless. You know, I don't care who you are between them lines. And, you know, somebody that's, you know, just very focused, man. You know, I, and I know a lot of people always say that they focus, but, you know, my, uh, you know, my shows and, you know, and, and, you know, I'm definitely willing to come in and, you know, play any role that I need to play. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, it's a tough road that especially guys, like you said, you know, there's critics out there that say, oh, you know, you go to Northern Illinois, it's not that tough. For you to go out there and, and really get NIU on the, the map in terms of basketball, that's going to be nuts. And for you to just go out there and grind like that every day, that'd be fun to watch in the league. Yes, sir. I think, you know, if we can, if we can somehow, you know, with the new GM we got in the Bulls, get you out there at the United Center, that would be amazing. But what is one NBA arena that you're looking forward to playing in? Man, I, I would love to play, uh, you know, in Madison Square Garden, man. You know, just so much like the, 
you know, just historical nights just went down in there. Man, I would love to just, like, just play a game in there or possibly play for them and just, you know, man, just that environment and just being around, you know, like so much positive energy and just just wonderful fans each and every night, man. I just love just playing that, you know, just in, in that atmosphere. The mecca, the mecca of the basketball world. And like you said, so much history in that arena. I got to ask you, though, you're a very competitive guy. Who is the one NBA player that you want to put the clamps on when you get to the league? Well, I know I probably can't put the clamps on him, but uh, I definitely love to play against LeBron James, man. You know, you know he, you know he, you know he the greatest of them all. You know, in my eyes. So you know, you know, I, you know, that's definitely uh, something that's on my bucket list. Definitely, you know, get to play against him one day and you know face off to him because you know he's definitely like you know my all-time greatest player of all time. So you know, uh, I would definitely like look forward to play, you know, play against him one day. I love the tenacity. I did have have the question on here with the last dance ending last week. I did want to ask who you preferred, MJ or LeBron, but I guess that just answered my question. Well, here, let's let's go into, okay, so why is LeBron better than Jordan? Well, in my opinion, I say LeBron James is better than Jordan because, you know, everybody always, you know, talk about rings. You know, we always talk about rings. But, you know, as we really looking at everything, like the situation and, you know, the different teams that, you know, Michael Jordan had to face against and the teams that LeBron had to face against, you know, I feel like Michael Jordan has to play like the 73-9 Golden State, you know, three years in a row with Kevin Durant or that Spurs team with Tony Parker, Tim 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 Duncan. Like, like I feel like LeBron had the, um, the, hard, um, the harder route, and that's in my eyes. You know, people probably disagree with that, but, you know, that you know, that's how I feel. And, like the things that uh, LeBron did while playing him, it was just flat out amazing, man. Just watching it with my own eyes. I'm like, you know, I don't see no player just better than him, like this all around player, like passing the ball, rebounding the ball, defending the ball, scoring the ball. I just didn't see nothing like Hey, if we can get Peyton Manning and Tom Brady to play golf with professional golfers, I'm pretty sure we can get MJ and LeBron in a one on one match for charity at some point. Right. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, that would be that would be legit, and you know Jordan definitely plays against those guys on the Hornets every time he gets an opportunity to. <laughs> right. But yeah, I gotta say, you know, you had quite the career here at NIU. Do you have, you know, your top three memories as a member of the NIU basketball team? Yeah, I gotta say, my top three memories when I hit uh my number one memory was my first high major game when I played against Iowa State. And my second one is when I beat the game, uh, when I hit the game winner against Buffalo my sophomore year. And my senior year is when I hit the game winner against Eastern Michigan. You know, when I, uh, you know, we was down, I hit the fall away three going out of bounds. We have fond memories you know, of that. Bro, we were in class, we were in class watching it. You literally took that entire game yeah. over. I let off like the loudest scream when you hit that three. Oh my goodness, dude. I <laughs> am. Uh, yeah. And then same thing too yeah, with man, Buffalo. I, man, you know, Buffalo, it, you it, you got the ice in your ESPN, veins. Like, yeah, it went like Sports Center, like top ten, and I was just, I was like, wow, like you know, Sports Center top ten. That's just amazing to me, man. You know, my mom and you know my sister and brother, they was just so excited. Like, man, that's just amazing. That's just the beginning of what's about to come, man. You have really grown into quite the basketball player here at NIU. And I think, you know, you're going to have quite a solid pro career. 
Who was your favorite uh, team growing up? Were you, you know, Ethan kind of alluded at earlier, but were you more of a Bulls fan, Pacers fan, or who was your team? Uh, no, nah, my favorite team um, was the Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade uh, and Shaquille O'Neal. That's all I can remember, you know, because my dad, you know, that was that was his favorite team. He was a Shaq fan before LeBron. And, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, I like, you know, I'm just a kid, so I'm going to go with my dad, whatever team he likes, you know, I like. So I started liking Dwayne Wade and the Heat, and I actually started liking them, you know, and they was actually going against, like, the Dallas Mavericks and stuff in the finals. And, man, I was locked in, man. I was going to ask you what your favorite city jersey was, but I don't think there's any competition with those Miami jerseys. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, there's nothing better than those uh, the Miami Vice jerseys. Yeah, and even their traditional jerseys, like, are, no, with no pun intended, straight heat. Like, the regulars, the you know, sometimes they go all white, all black. When LeBron was there, they were definitely toying with those color schemes a little bit. But it was, it was, uh, and you definitely, you know, you were there, you were there before LeBron, so nobody could call you a bandwagon saying once you guys got yes, there. <laughs> you worked your way nicely into that, so... Between Wade, Wade, LeBron, all the guys that you grew, you know, grew up watching, or even current players, who is your uh, favorite NBA player? I like Kyrie Irving, man. You know, uh, man, he just his game, man. Like, uh, I think I fell in love with his game. You know, in his the 2016 Finals when he was uh, going against Golden State, I think that you know, you know, if I'm not mistaken, man, he was playing like, uh, man, he was playing like the best person. Well. Obviously, the second best person in the league, the player in the league, he was just going like just nuts, man. I just couldn't believe how he was playing, making shots after shots, fadeaway jump shots, circus layups, and I was like, man, this dude is just ridiculous. Yeah, and, and honestly, too, those let's go out and say it all as basketball fans here. It's easy to hate those Warriors teams, but like you said earlier in the podcast, you know, the Warriors teams, even though they went 73-9 and nine and didn't win the title, those teams were hard to play against, and there's a reason why they won 73 games. Very, I gotta, very tough. I got to ask you, though, um, from from a, you know, player's perspective, when did you know um, that you were going to be, like, an elite-level yeah. basketball player? Did you know at a very young age that, you you know, you had what it took? Yeah, I always knew that I was going to be an elite player because, you know, like, you know, even like when the people's like, you know, like when a lot of people didn't see it, you know, I always seen it myself, you know, like, you know, just like the, like the, like the late night grinds, like in my backyard, you know, like with my dad looking out the window, looking at me and just like the early mornings, like, you know, I was always smaller than everybody else, but, you know, I had a lot of toughness and heart. So, you know, I always knew that, you know, someday I was going to get the respect I deserve. You know, I just stayed at it. I just stayed focused, and I just kept pushing, pushing daily and just grinding consistently. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, that heart is is something that people, you know, they're born with. You were born with that heart, and you have continued to grow and grind and continue. You know, you're one of the leaders for NIU as a basketball player. You led by example. You go out, score, do your thing. Everybody follows in line after you, and, you know, you were playing alongside guys like Lacey James, Noah McCarty, a bunch of other talented players, but you were definitely the person leading the charge. One thing I wanted to ask you, too, uh, regarding NIU basketball is can you give the Huskies fans or our listeners a better look at Coach Monty from a player's perspective? Yeah, man. I love, man, I love Coach Monty, man. I, you know, man, I love Coach Monty. You know, we started off a little, you know, uh, 
you know, we definitely, you know, we definitely bumped heads my freshman year because, you know, he wasn't playing me like that, and I thought I should have been playing more, you know. But as I started to grow up and uh, just started to look at things more and just started to figure out the game more, you know, I definitely understand, you know, why he was doing what he was doing. So, you know, you know, uh, Coach Money, he, you know, I feel like he's a great guy. He's a great guy off the court. He's a great guy on the court. He just definitely just try to push you to your limits, man. You know, and you know, you know, I know he's a very high energetic coach, but man, you know, you know, he's a great guy overall in my eyes. Yeah, I was in a press conference with him once after uh, one of the earlier games for a class, and he was making sure that we all got uh, A's for asking him questions. So just being in there and like having a fun coach talk to the media that way, it's it's fun to see and be a part of that that NIU culture, and, and he loves it here just like any other NIU coach does. He's passionate about the team, the sport, winning, all that. I saw that being behind the, the bench a couple times this year. So, I honestly, with the way you two are competitive, it doesn't surprise me you guys butt heads a few times. But, hey, all worked out well in the end. We wish we could have seen it uh, go a little bit further. But, man, that's what happens when you got Absolutely. two uh, competitive guys going at it with each other every day. Absolutely. So I gotta ask you, what will you miss most about being here at NIU? What I miss most is just like the friends, you know, that I gained over the years. You know, just uh, you know, just like this, you know, just even outside of basketball, just you know, just building relationships with people, just like from parties or just meeting in the dining hall, cafeterias, and things like that. You know, that's something I'm gonna miss, and just like the vibes around the campus. You know, like nothing like uh, college vibes, and just walking around and just getting to know people. You know, that's definitely something I'm gonna miss. Uh. You know, um, and I'm never, and I'm never gonna be at experience again. Is it gonna be weird for you? I mean, you had all the eyes on you at NIU, and and now you're going in as a rook. What's that gonna be like for you adapting to a new culture? Man, again, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. You know, uh, whatever team you know believes in me, man, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You know, I'm fearless, man. I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I don't care about no names. I'm just ready, man. You know, whenever that opportunity, you know, presents itself, you know, uh, I'm. I'm going to be ready. I don't care if I'm a rookie or a vet. You know, I'm ready, man. You know, I play this game every single day just like, you know, LeBron played this game every single day. You know, we go step on the court and we just going to see what's going on. Now, I know it'll probably be the same answer, too, but you talked about your uh, your game winners this year. What goes through your mind knowing, you know, whether you're bringing the ball up the court with little time left or you're in the huddle setting up the last shot? What's that? What's going through your mind knowing that you have the possibility to take the last shot? Uh, my team know that I'm gonna take the last shot. So you know, uh, so all you know, always find me. You know, um, you know, you know, I put in the most work. You know, that's in the most humble way. You know, but you know, I'm the vet on the team. You know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, my team know I'm gonna take the last shot. So I'm just ready for the moment. You know, I practice that shot all the time. So whenever it comes down to it, I'm ready for it. I was going to say you've made plenty of them, so it's paid off. But, yeah, I got to ask you, you know, amongst all the different players that you played against here as a member of the NIU Huskies men basketball team, who were, you know, some of the top players that you played with on the team? Oh, man, uh, Marin March, uh, Levi Bradley, Dante Thorpe. You know, that's really uh... – all I can't really remember that, you know, that uh, that you know that I that I could say was like really like uh, legit pros in my eyes, you know, uh, they was legit pros and 
Yeah, man, they're going on, and they have an excellent career themselves, so I'm proud of them. One thing I wanted to ask you, too, is kind of the leader here for the team the past couple of years. What's one Husky that, you know, maybe we may not be familiar with or the rest of the fan base may not be familiar with that's going to go out and have a quality season next year? Oh, uh, Zaire Mateen. That's, yeah, that's my boy. You know, I feel like he's going to wake up a uh, – he gonna wake up and open up a lot of people's eyes next year. You know, he gonna, you know, he gonna go out and do what he gotta do. You know, you know, I, you know, I talk to him all the time, just tell him to stay focused and just play his game, man. You know, don't worry about nothing else. So definitely be on the lookout for uh, my boy. I'm definitely gonna keep that noted. I'm excited and hopefully we can get through the whole season. I mean, what a tragedy it was that we weren't able to have March Madness. You played against a lot of Power 5 schools here in your time, and you and you played against a lot of people talented in the MAC Conference. Can you name some of the top players that you had the chance to play against here as a member of the Huskies? Uh, I played against uh, Marcus Howard, uh, Cassius Winston, you know, Xavier uh, Johnson, uh, Nick Ward. You know, we played some good talent at NIU, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and one thing I wanted to ask you, too, you know, we, we asked you what your favorite arena or the arena you wanted to play at here in the NBA. But what was your favorite away arena that you got to play at here in your college career? Oh, definitely Michigan State. Oh, that, yeah, it that's was, a good yeah, environment. It was definitely Michigan State. Up there against that's Izzo. That's a top five environment to play in. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, too, I feel like uh, Cassius Winston has been at Michigan State for like 10 years. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah, he, yeah, man, ever, he's an excellent player, man. I got the almost respect for him. Oh yeah, no, he's a straight dog. He, uh, he got a couple daggers this year too, uh, coming down the stretch in Big Ten play. It's exciting to see. Um, college basketball, honestly, is the most like I wouldn't say sporadic sport, but like say for example, like look at Loyola, you know, of Chicago a couple of years ago, they made it all the way to the Final Four. All you got to do is really get to the dance. And, you know, go out there, do what you know you're capable of doing, play your game, and anything can happen. So it's uh, it's one of the most unfortunate things that I'll I'll say as a member of uh, Husky Nation this year. But what were, uh, what were some of your favorite things coming down the stretch? You know, obviously, you know, the season was cut short, but what were you, you know, most looking forward to about an opportunity to potentially go to the tournament? Man, I was looking forward to play against uh, Akron. You know, they uh, voted uh... – Lauren Jackson player of the year over me and I disagree with that so man I was definitely looking play uh you know to play against them in the second round and I feel like you know we was gonna take them out you know I, you know I was ready for that moment and I uh prepared for that opportunity so I was definitely ready what was the mentality like going into that MAC tournament how far you know what where was the confidence level at how high was that man my guys was ready man I know that we wouldn't you know as good on offense, but, you know, man, we, you know, we was locked in defensively, man. So, you know, man, we was ready to go in there and compete. We was definitely ready to go in there and compete and fight. I mean, I just felt like if we was going to lose, you know, we, you know, it was going to be a dog fight to the end of the wire. I was going to say, there was a lot of games this year that really came down to the wire. That seemed like yeah. there was no safe point there, but I don't know. I'd rather take the close games. Personally, I like the thrilling wins. I know as a player, you probably don't. You want the the 50-point win, the 40-point win, whatever. But I don't know. I'll always say Absolutely. I'd rather have you. I'd rather have you shoot the buzzer beater. It's more entertaining, more thrilling as a fan. Maybe I'm crazy, but I may like the, uh, the, uh, the blowout games more. 
I was going to say, you hitting game-winning shots may or may not get us kicked out of class, but you got to keep doing it. You got to put on for the city. You got to get, you know, you got to get, you hear your name called in this year's draft and, and make it happen. But one thing I wanted to ask yeah. you too, so what did you uh, major in here at NIU? Oh, I majored in general studies. Did you, yeah, um, uh, did you finish before this year or were you still no, kind of going through it with the virtual and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not totally finished. I still got two more classes I need to take. Uh, I'm going to take them online this summer. So, you know, it's going to be a good journey and, you know, to finish and a blessing to be finished, you know, so I definitely got time. A graduate of NIU, how are you able to adjust, though? Um, obviously, you traditionally had more in-class um, classes, I would assume, but how are you able to adjust as a student once that all happened and everything got moved online? Oh, man, you know, uh, I, you know, uh, I just pretty good, man, you know, just, you know, trying to stay focused online and do what I got to do with the online classes and stuff like that. Favorite food spot in DeKalb or which one are you going to miss the most when you're uh, away? Oh, my favorite food spot, man, um, it got to be Texas Roadhouse, man. I love Texas Roadhouse so much, you know, uh, you know, but that's like a Sycamore area. But, yeah, you know, that was definitely my favorite school, uh, food uh, spot spot to go to before, you know, uh, well, not uh, before, but after games. You can't turn down those biscuits, man. It's almost hard to Absolutely. make it to the meal if they put enough, you know, those rolls in front of you. If they put enough of those, I'm not even making it to my meal. It's, oh, it's yeah. brutal. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> All of the carbs. I got to ask you, though, as just a kid from Gary, Indiana, someone who has always worked hard, seen that hard work pay off, and someone who's always believed in themselves and bet on themselves, how does it feel that you are the all-time leading scorer here at NIU? Man, that feels amazing, man. It just had my name just in stone like that man that's just amazing for me you know uh and, you know and my family that just shows like you know that hard work pays off and um and you know to just continue to grind and continue to stay focused which, you know and, you know anything is possible you know because that's ridiculous you know just coming from a you know a kid you know from gary and had no offers and then come to being an all-time leading scorer that just shows like you know uh people you know people should give people in gary indiana like more chances and more shots and not always have a negative um look on Gary all the time yeah and I think you've done a great job at putting you know that you know putting that negative stereotype you know down you know you are gonna have your degree you know when the summer is up you're gonna be you know chasing after an NBA contract here in the summer once the sports world gets back to some sort of normalcy and you have just continued to defy all odds so hats off to you Eugene you have definitely proved everyone wrong and most importantly you've proved yourself right that's what you know a lot of people get that you know, that mindset where they want to prove everyone wrong, but at the end of the day, they forgot that they had to prove themselves right. And to this point, you've done that. One thing I want to ask you here before we wrap up, what are some words of advice to future Husky commits or other kids like yourself out of Gary, Indiana, that may feel down on themselves because they didn't get as many offers as a couple other friends? Man, uh, just continue to work, man. You know, continue to, uh, you know, Stay, uh, you know, stay focused, weather the storm, man, you know, when things get bad, you know, just, you know, all, you know, always think about the positives, man, you know, uh, you know, why you do this, you know, to always have that chip on your shoulder to continue to stay grinding, continue to work and, you know, just never stop, man, you know, uh, you know, man, that, you know, that, you know, that's just something I always went with, you know, and then that made me the all-time leading scorer and being all Mac, you know, for four years, so, you know, that just, 
something that you know, like you know, like if they don't want to like listen to me, just look at my resume and you know that you know that's just something that I just always go by. You know, work hard in any situation and always stay positive no matter what. That's not even just words of advice for on the court. I mean, that's just life advice. And I think everyone at this time with everything that's going on really should take note on that and, and run with that because really we need a lot of that right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. And like you said too, Ethan, you know, he's, he's breeding positivity. He's a beacon of hope for that Gary, Indiana area. And, and one thing you mentioned too, Eugene, you know, your resume, I didn't want to let this slip out. If I missed any of the things on your resume, please, you know, correct me. But in total, we have 2020 NIU Male Athlete of the Year, All-Mac Freshman Team, three time or two-time All-Second Team Mac, one-time First Team All-Mac. You said you made it all four years, correct? Yep. Okay, and then three times the NABC Team, one-time John Henson All-American Team, one-time Mac Turney All-Time or All-Team for the Mac Turney, most three-pointers in NIU history, which we did let slide to this point in the podcast. So I apologize to you for that. Like we stated, the NIU all-time leading scorer, you had several 20-point games. I don't have the exact number in front of me. I'll get it back up on college basketball reference. This last season, you were 24th in the country in scoring, three-time team MVP, Oakland all-tourney team, two-time leading scorer in the MAC, and you averaged 23 points against Power 5 opponents while averaging 20 points or more your entire career. So, Eugene, did I miss anything on the resume, or do we have more to add? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, no, man, I think you get it all. <laughs> Ethan, you got anything for him? Go ahead. <laughs> I got nothing else. I mean, that list itself took up 25 seconds. So, <laughs> yeah, the list speaks. <laughs> the list speaks for itself, and numbers don't lie, man. Yes, sir. Exactly. All right, Eugene. Yeah. Before we wrap up, um, obviously you've played your last game here as an as a member of our basketball team. But what are some words of thanks? You know, words of praise to Husky Nation. Uh, something that you'll miss about, you know, our crowd or, or our fans. Oh, yeah. I just want to say, man, I appreciate the Husky Nation, you know, staying with me through the bad times and, uh, you know, the good times. You know, I know, uh, you know, it was, you know, it's, you know, it's bad times that happen to be with me from all these times and, you know, just sticking with me through it all and just always just, you know, showing their support and just being with me through it all, man. That's just amazing for me. So, you know, and I, you know, uh, definitely appreciate the fans hey i will say as a first year student here i've never been to an niu basketball game but what a year to go to my first uh to my first couple huskies basketball games you made it entertaining you made it thrilling uh, i covered a game early in the year where you hit the halftime buzzer beater uh and then i saw you just go off the rest of the year so that was fun for me and, and thank you for for making it so fun yes sir thank you man yeah, and I, I got to say some of the same, man. It was great to see you out there, you know, giving it your all for the school, for the program, for the brothers next to you. And now you have your shot here to go to the NBA draft. Um, obviously, you know, you're still in school working on things, but can we expect some uh, charitable organizations or causes in the Gary, Indiana in the future here from you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. But, you know, I just got to, you know, just focus on right now and, you know, just see what the uh, the future brings, man. And, you know, we could talk about that another time. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you got to take care of your one-on-one, make it happen on the court. I just figured that was something that we'd ask you, especially with someone that, you know, home means so much to you, your family means so much to you, and you've done so well for your area to help eliminate those negative stereotypes. And, you know, you've made the best of your time here at NIU. We look forward to seeing you in the NBA draft. 
But do you have any wrap-up thoughts for our listeners? No, that's it, man. I think that's it. Absolutely. Ethan, you got anything for the listeners here today? Eugene, thank you for coming on, man. Like I said, it was fun. Um, I wish you the best going forward. We're we're hoping the best for you, and we uh, will be watching and rooting for you wherever you end up. Thank you. Thank, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, absolutely, Eugene. I want to thank you as well. Plug your social media account so that our listeners can find you and follow your journey on social media as well. Absolutely. My Instagram is E underscore German 10. And on Twitter, it's the same thing, E underscore German 10, if I'm not mistaken. If not, just type in my name. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll get it make sh- and make sure that it's tagged correctly in the post and the people will be able to find you. But again, Eugene, thank you for taking this time uh, to take the interview here for the Huskies on Tap podcast. We appreciate everything you've done for the program here over the last few years, and we look forward to seeing uh, where you land here in this NBA draft process. Well, Huskies on Tap listeners, we got nothing left for you. This was Huskies on Tap presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. Today we were joined by NIU all-time leading scorer for the men's basketball program, Eugene German. We talked basketball. We talked life. We talked, you know, some potential teams that could be, you know, using his services here in the upcoming draft. Any and everything here, NIU is covered with this podcast and our coverage. Stay tuned for future interviews like this, and go Huskies!